Let me introduce you. Let me introduce you. All right, y'all. Welcome back to Let Me Introduce You, a film and friends podcast. Um, we are three friends who went to film school almost 20 years ago. Ugh, it's wild. Um, and we have so much in common. We have such a lovely friendship, except our taste in film can really wildly diverge. Um, and so I am joined today by my two uh, lovely co-hosts and best friends, um, Graham. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> it's the lovely Graham. That's, and that's me being butch. There we go. <laughs> we love you however you want to be. Thank you, Thank you so much. Uh, uh, friendship. And uh, the other amazing co-host, Katie. Oh my God, like, Hi. <laughs> She's taking it the, the other direction. Of Butch. <laughs> I love it. That's how I, I usually sound, Kitty. Thank you for doing a Graham impression. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> we love it. Uh, this week, um, we are we are what is it? Bi monthly, so we we release every other week. But uh, continuing this this week's episode wraps up our theme of Boston University alums. Because uh, what up, go Terriers? Yes, Siv. There you go. Graham, we're so proud of you. Colander. You know what? Colander. This is when we see each other uh, very soon. I am going to teach you that whole cheer. Um, and then I'm Did just you do it last week? You. you just say goalie and civ? Is that just the whole <laughs> No, you, need, whole you need to cheer. be taught. But like, there's, there's hand motions. Oh, oh it's very there, basic. you mean choreography, babe? Choreography. Yes, I'm sorry. There's choreography. It's pointing. It's pointing. Yeah. So... Finishing up with our BU alums, um, this week, we, we, well, I, uh, I, but like with a huge assist from Graham, um, picked this week's movie, which features the amazing, the lovely, the redheadedest. I was waiting. I was Julianne like, Redhead, redheaded solidarity. <laughs> right? Julianne Moore, woman after my own heart. When anyone said like, what two celebrities could you be um, or do you look like? I was like, Lindsay Lohan, pre the downfall, um, or Julianne Moore. Um, mm. And now just Julianne Just Moore. Julie. Just, yes. just, just Julianne. Just Julie. <laughs> um, funny, funny thing, that's Julianne Moore is a stage name. She was born Julie Ann Smith. Uh. So it's a, it a fun thing I learned when, uh, when researching this. Why more? Know. Do we know why we picked? She picked more. I didn't go that deep. I didn't. Okay. I didn't do deep enough. Because maybe, maybe, maybe it's more a of secret. Her. Yeah, I hope it is a secret. Mm. Shh. <laughs> there we go. I so rarely get to use my shh tattoo. Um, but yeah, what are we? What are we watching this week? There were so many things oh. that we could have chosen, um, but there were also many that we've all seen. We've all seen The Big Lebowski. Katie is a diehard fan. Yes. Uh, Graham, you don't like it. It's trash. Graham hates it. Graham hates it. <laughs> by all straight oh, listeners, by all straight male listeners, they've all turned it off. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, click. Uh, listen, I like Joel and Ethan Cohen are from Minnesota, so so close to my heart. Um, I think we've all seen Boogie Nights. Yes. Right? Yes. Yes. Have we all seen, we all seen... Have I? Aww. I don't know. Have we all seen The Kids Are All Right? Yes. No. It's about gay people, oh, of course. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So she said. <laughs> So many great things. And initially, I was thinking, let's watch 
Robert Altman's Shortcuts, uh, based on Raymond Carver, short story. But it's just, you know, she wasn't in the whole thing, right? There were just, like, different vignettes. Um, and Katie uh, just doesn't know how to appreciate Robert Altman. That's not um, true. Wait, what? Appreci- <laughs> no, that's not true at all. I do appreciate him just fine. Wait, excuse me. But hold on. Let me put down my coffee. You I don't like-, like Altman? <laughs> no, that's not true at all. I do. We like, When the pandemic started, we did an Altman marathon, and I enjoyed lots of the stuff. Nashville, did- I'm on board. Okay, that is that is important. Yes, I That's know. really the only one that Graham cares about, is if you like Nashville or not. No, I like Nashville. I like The Long Goodbye. I like, you know, the, the other ones. There you yeah, go. He, the he player? Just, he just, the play. Pret-a-porté, excuse me. The only one of his that's like really easy to find, because it's not a good movie. I just like to tease you, Katie. Um, Altman's one of the few, like, in film school. I took the Altman and for, for something else class. I can't even remember who the other director was, because I was like, ugh, who is this? Uh, um, was Carrot Top. Yes, yeah. sure. Because yes. um, he was a 70s pairing. auteur. Is Carrot Top yeah. and Robert Altman. Yeah. yeah. Um, that's so embarrassing, I don't remember. And I always forget the professor's name. Who was it? Sally Jesse Raphael Glasses wrote about Cassavetes. Ray, he was bald. Something? Yeah, it was him and his wife. Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. Those no, those are the people who believe oh. that they were abducted by aliens. Right, yes, that, I don't that was I didn't take the screenwriting class. couple. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But that's my only like. Guys, I went to film school, studied Altman, mm. and uh, haven't watched a lot of his films since. But <laughs> you know what? We wanted to go lighthearted. Um, I wanted to tap into my popcorn and bubblegum tastes. You know, just the just things that are just. Commercial and fun. Um, and I said, gross, I hate those movies. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just crazy. Gamma's like, Opposite. I fucking love this movie, pick it. Um, <laughs> so this week, we're discussing 1995's Nine Months. That's true. Good job. That's true. Well, can we, I just want to say one quick thing about shortcuts, though. Is, is the reason it's such a great Julianne Moore movie is she does a full sequence where she's yelling at her husband Matthew Modine and she's just like completely naked from the waist down and it's yeah. just like this amazing scene that kind of skyrocketed her um in, yeah in that film. was like her breakthrough yeah. it was like yeah that yeah yeah that was her breakthrough performance but this is uh, for something completely different <laughs> yes just just on the opposite end so not much totally totally doing that um so in case you can't tell Every week, I just really didn't even tell people, like, what's the deal with our podcast? If you're tuning in for the first time, first off, thank you. Thank you. Thank you for joining us. Please leave a review and leave five stars. (laughs) (laughs) But if you're going to leave a lower one, leave constructive criticism. No, send me an email (laughs) and do not just write positive things because we need to get up up on those charts. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. So um, each week that we meet together and publish bi-monthly. Um, we introduce a movie that at least one of us hasn't seen. And this week, who was our uh, newbie, our inductee? It was me! Shocking. Surprise! You, you it's a romantic comedy I haven't seen. A mid-90s rom-com. Yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? Who's shocked? No, not me. Mm, I wasn't. Not me. Um, yeah, so we're going to talk about, we're just going to break down the movie, talk about why it's memorable or why we chose it, um, and why we wanted to introduce the others to it, um, and just kind of have a good time. All right, well, um, just to give a little more uh, biographical information about Julianne Moore, before we jump into the synopsis and this film, um, she was born Julie Ann Smith 
1960 in North Carolina. Uh, her mom is Scottish and her dad is from the U.S. She actually has dual citizenship with the U.K., which I just think is so cool. That's pretty cool. Uh, her dad was in the military, so they moved around a ton. Like, she just moved constantly. Um, and it wasn't until she was in high school and they actually moved to West Germany that she started being in plays and even thought about performing, which, like, she wanted to be a doctor before. And I'm sure she would have been an amazing doctor, but can you imagine a world without Julianne Moore as a performer? No, I, I don't can't. want to. I, I can't. I, can, I don't want to. Um, so she went to our beloved Boston University, where she earned a Bachelor in Fine Arts in Theater, graduating in 1983, before any of us were born. I mean, Graham would be born later. I, year, yeah. But, oh, my God. But, <laughs> yeah. She completed her BU experience before we were even a glimmer and something, something, something. Right? I was in my mommy. You were. <laughs> <laughs> my parents had had sex, so I had. Yes, because I was at least four months in. Graduation was in May or June, and mm. you were born in December, so yes. you you had existed in yes. the world, Graham. I think I was like maybe alive. Mm. You know, I was not. It was like cuspy. Yeah. I was born in February, so it was very cuspy. Yes. Right. So. In my I'm head, I'm like, sh- what's nine months before that? But then I'm like, oh, the movie. That's the name. Of- I get it now. <laughs> Katie. Obviously, I got it before. I get it. The baby takes nine months. Thank you. I would you know hope at your age that you would know that a baby takes nine months. <laughs> what? We are going to talk about the medical things that these supposed doctors did not know. Oh, God. And I'm not just talking about the obstetrician. Uh, <laughs> Anyways, let's just get into it, and yeah. I will just pepper you with more Julianne Moore facts, um, who's amazing and has won an Academy Award and several other nominations, um, and has also done something only four people in the world have done. So, oh, um, oh. I know I'm going to oh surprise God, I you. What that is? I know I'm. I'm like teasing it out. Keep listening. Mm. Um, so. Graham, I believe you're giving us the synopsis. Yes. Is that correct? Yes, I am giving the box office too. Yes. Oh, hit us. Give it so, to us all. Money. You pick the order, baby. Y'all, this opened July 14th, 1995. The same weekend as the classic Under Siege 2, Dark Territory. Kidding. <laughs> um, you know we, how much we love Steven Seagal here. <laughs> Steven, like we, we would like you on our podcast. Yeah, no, we don't. I don't want Steven Seagal on my podcast. For like don't. Steven Seagal no, and Tori disgusting. Spelling. No, I, we are not having Steven Seagal anywhere near this potty. I don't know anything about him yeah, in, in no. life. He's like crazy and like like loves rush like the russia guy <laughs> oh well then fuck that guy cut that Both out kitty i don't have me say russia guy <laughs> that's fine putin is a hard name to remember oh putin okay. yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh and also up in the same weekend as the indian in the cupboard which was a cute okay i remember that it opened number mm-hmm. three mm-hmm. with 12.5 million dollars on its way to domestically 69.7 million dollars a hit Nice. A hit. And hopefully later on in the podcast, we'll talk about why this was more of a hit than people expected it to be. Yes. Although the reviews were not very good. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Rotten Tomatoes, like 26%. Um, but worldwide, it made about $138.5 million. So 95 money. We're talking domestically $69.7 million, Maybe about $130 million. To, uh, right. That's good. In today's, in today's world. So what's this movie about? Well, here we go. Here go. is the... Um, synopsis. 
So Samuel, don't guys don't look at me like that. <laughs> I know. I'm like hands on our chin. I'm like, tell us a story, Graham. Tell us, Graham. Uh, so Samuel, played by Hugh Grant, is a child psychologist in San Francisco, and he's dating the lovely Rebecca, who is a ballet teacher. She wants marriage and children, and he is just not too keen on that. You see this several times when with he's meeting with children in his office, and the kid's like, you're an asshole. And he's like, okay. Um, <laughs> Rebecca on the, um, announces she's pregnant, and Sam pretty much freaks out about this. Um, he is just not prepared for this. It doesn't help that— It almost kills them. Yes. Ashley, I'm doing this. Oh, okay. Sorry. <laughs> Let me do it. So it doesn't help that do the it. Dwyers, with their three loud children, have come into their lives. The Dwyers are played by Tom Arnold and Joan Cusack. Um, and on top of that, his best friend, Sean, who's played by Jeff Goldblum, brother mm. to Gail Dwyer, Joan Cusack, is super single and isn't much of a help. And so after a few too many missed doctor's appointments, Rebecca leaves Samuel and moves in with the Dwyers. So he is totally lost and unable to get in contact with her. Uh, He tries his hand at a single life but misses her terribly. And suddenly she has an an issue with her pregnancy and Sam rushes to the hospital, begging to get back together, kind of proving that he's been doing a lot of reading and understanding about what she's going through and about fatherhood. Um, And then he proposes to her and they get married. Yay! And such a cute wedding dress. It was cute. It was so cute. One night they go out to dinner and Rebecca's water breaks. Um, in a madcap rush to the hospital, they pick up a waitress he went on a date with who cuts her hand at the restaurant. An elderly couple they almost run over and a biker they hit. Leading to one of the great lines in the movie, an elderly, the elderly woman saying, Are you trying to kill everyone in San Francisco, you asshole? <laughs> they arrive at the hospital on a full moon and much to their horror, their usual doctor is out and they have to deal with Dr. Kosovich, played by the late, great Robin Williams, yes. uh, who manages to Amazing. tell them that, hey, this is my first delivery. Um, and surprise, they're also sharing the, the room with the... the the baby room with the Dwyers who are also the baby birth. room, the, the delivery room. labor and delivery um, room. The Dwyers give birth, give birth to a fourth girl and Rebecca and Samuel give birth to a son. And the movie ends with all three of them slowly dancing in their gorgeous San Francisco apartment overlooking the bay. That's, That's Hugh Grant, Julianne Moore and the baby and not like Hugh Grant, <laughs> Tom Arnold and somebody else. That would have been an interesting ending. That would have been weird. <laughs> Hugh Grant was just cradling Tom Arnold yes. and Jeff Goldblum's there. Yep. Well, thank you. That was a, that was a lovely synopsis. Thank Ew. you, Graham. See so what good. happens when you prepare, Ashley? <laughs> no, I don't. Here's the thing. Listeners, Ashley likes to wing it. Yes. <laughs> I do like to wing it because I have... Over a decade of public speaking experience, because when you teach, that's all you're doing all the time is public speaking. And I learned early on at our beautiful alma mater, Boston University, freshman year, we took a rhetoric course. Do you remember that? Yeah. Yes. Okay. And I wrote a paper and I got a B plus and I was like, oh, I mean, I didn't even put in a lot of effort with that. So like next time I'll just put in more effort and I'll get an A, right? Um, So then I worked really hard on it. And I got an A minus. And I said, fuck that. I'm good enough with the B plus. I'm good. I don't need to work that <laughs> well. And in your defense, it's at least when we were at BU, it was impossible to get an A in our class. It was 
notorious. Like, like, nobody notorious. got yeah. Nobody got And it was such bullshit. There like, was one class where I got an A on the midterm in a, pap- in a paper, and I got a B on the final, and I got a B minus in the class. How... That's not even how averages yeah, work. I would go, that how isn't how math works. <laughs> you don't remember what your grades were. I don't even remember, like, I remember a general idea of, like, some papers that I wrote. I don't remember my grades at all. I just remember I was like, hey, I did fine. It was a very so traumatic I don't remember that for me, Katie, at all. so that's why I remember it. Oh, okay. Yeah, I would say <laughs> it was traumatic, and um, I remember... I graduated with like just under a 3.0, which is like embarrassing because I had a few classes where I got C's, like even even like a film class senior um, year because I just didn't put any effort in it. And did you have mono? You, I also did have mono okay. uh, senior year. So that was like part of it. And the other part of it was I was what just like that? being lazy. No. So I had mono fall semester, but spring semester I was taking four classes plus being a TA and I just didn't understand time management. Mm. But Katie, it makes sense that it might not have, like, stuck with you as much. But, like, one, maybe you just don't put as much stock in that. But for at least for me, I applied to graduate school before, like, teaching. Because, Graham, I don't know if, like, TFA had, like, a GPA thing. But because yeah. I didn't have a 3.0, oh, okay, I had to do okay, these okay, other okay. things. And I was like, stupid. Yeah. yeah. So, I do, I but don't really, graduate school's dumb. Don't go. Don't do it. Twice. <laughs> it's don't. <laughs> Be, I'm pointing to myself right now. Don't go to graduate school again. <laughs> so save yourself even more student debt, right? Yeah. Nine months. <laughs> Nine months. <laughs> um, so speaking of that, thank you, Graham. That was a good good redirection. Uh, this was actually based on a French film, which uh, this is not the only film that we've had that is an adaptation, but I'm already forgetting which one we had previously. Wasn't it? True Beverly Hills. <laughs> oh no! Sorry. Excuse me. Um, it was Halloween three. <laughs> yes, yes. The the, the Halloween twelve. It was no, called. That was called it? Le Crap. <laughs> wasn't it mixed nuts? Wasn't it mixed based nuts. on like? Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah it was I was me. like, it was there's another nuts. another Katie. Ashley. Katie, when we introduced <laughs> this movie to you, when we were telling you the cast, you said, "Oh, it's giving me really mixed nuts vibes." It did. It did. I cast. got a lot of mixed nuts vibes. It did. Oh. It did. Apparently, the, I just especially like the ending and the madcapiness. Yes, I have a theme, and I just don't realize it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Clue is also very madcap. You do pick a lot of like madcap movies. I do. I yes. do, but Clue is amazing. Yep. Yes, Clue um, is amazing. I think I just appreciate people who can do physical comedy well because I think it can be skill. hard to do. It's a skill. Um, and slapstick when it's done well, I can get a little too hammy, which. This movie. Oh, so it was uh, directed and adapted by the one Christopher, Chris Columbus, excuse me, Christopher Columbus. That guy's a bastard. Chris Columbus, great filmmaker, right? Um, who had a cameo in this film, and I didn't realize it until after, and they're walking out of the chapel, right? And some wedding guest kisses Julianne Moore on the cheek. And I'm like, who's that fucking asshole kissing Julianne Moore? That (laughs) asshole was Chris Columbus. Oh. (laughs) So, whoops. Um, But yeah, it... I would say technically this is a Hugh Grant vehicle, but I'm just going to talk more about Julianne Moore playing Rebecca Taylor. Uh, She definitely plays, like, the straight woman to everyone else's, kind of like to Tom Arnold and Joan Cusack's, like, slapstickiness and Hugh Grant's um, self-admitted overacting. He said that... 
he it was his first it was his first big Hollywood film, and he said that he overacted because he felt all this weight on it. And he said he hates his performance um, to this day. But prior to her being in nine months, um, she was in a number of films like Shortcuts um, and The Fugitive. Yep. Right. For yeah, for like two um, seconds, she was the doctor. Yeah, but memorable. Um, and she was in a few other like smaller films, but this was her first like big leading lady in Hollywood. Um, and it is one of her highest grossing films that she has been in. And it allowed her to go on and do other roles and kind of established her as a Hollywood leading lady. Um, so even if you didn't love this movie, it it is part of that big trajectory that made Julianne Moore Julianne Moore. It's the first step. Um, it is. Later, she would be in um, Jurassic Parks. Um, she was in The Lost World um, and then just went on to some other commercially successful and also just artistically good. I feel like she has a really good blend of commercial and artistic. Like she's she really figured out how to thread that needle. She seems like the type that's like, I will do this big movie so I can make that money and then invest my time in these smaller projects. I agree with that. Yeah, because yeah, we just watched uh, Children of Men, which she is Ugh. awesome oh, so in. She's it's so, a great so movie. Yeah. I know, oh I know. We, we, we just watched that. Um, and then I forgot she was also in Blindness, um, which was like, in- did either of you see Blindness? It was extremely uh, intense. So. The book the book is insanely intense. Um, it's Wait, about- is that the one where everyone goes blind around the world? Everyone goes blind except one person, and Julianne Moore plays okay. the one person. Um, oh. It's so... Like, the movie's really good, but if you really want to, like, fuck yourself up, read the book. I'm going to pass. It's so good. <laughs> I'm going to recommend it to Bob. Yes, um, Bob will love it. But I don't know if I'm in a place where I want to do that. <laughs> I mean, obviously, I chose this over like some of her more serious roles. Like Julianne Moore yes. won an Oscar. She's an Oscar winner. Um, Good for her. Yeah, she won it for 2014's Still Alice, where she played a patient with dementia, uh, which for many reasons mm. I, I did not want to watch that. Right. Um, and she has Oscar nominations for several of her films Boogie Nights, The End of the Affair. Far From Heaven and mm. The Hours. Mm. Um, she has just, let's just rattle off more of her awards. In addition to an Academy Award, she has a British Academy Film Award. She has Buffed two up. Screen Actor Guild Awards, two Golden Globe Awards, and two Emmy Awards, one for primetime and one for daytime. Good for our, girl's got, our girl's got trophies. A lot of door stoppers in that house. Lot, so <laughs> many. So many just, uh, yeah, let me just. Just put this right here. I always liked her on 30 Rock. Her accent was annoying, but I oh. <laughs> I mean, it was, it was purposely awful, right? I it know. Was, okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yes. That's part of her craft, yep. right? Um, the thing that I wanted to tease you about, or that I teased earlier about this, is that she is only the fourth person and the second woman in history to be named Best Actress at the Cannes Film Festival. Berlin International Film Festival and Venice Film Festival. Hmm. International. Well, Who's the other she actress? I didn't look it up because I didn't want it to. I didn't want it to taint oh. my thoughts of Julianne Moore. Because you just didn't want to. Okay, that's sure, sure, Ashley. I don't want to do the work, <laughs> guys. In addition to Julianne Moore and Hugh Grant in his first big Hollywood blockbuster, um, 
right around the time of a scandal, which I'm going to have Graham talk about a little bit more. Um, there's right also, now. oh, in <laughs> yeah, one right second, now. one second, just teasing out this cast, we've got Jeff Goldblum, mm-hmm. great, yeah. right? Tom Arnold, back when he was popular in his heyday. Um, I, have so, I have so many things to say about all of this cast, but yes. Oh my gosh. Girl, okay. Joan Cusack, who I just, I love Joan Cusack. I love her, and what great casting yeah. that she and Jeff Goldblum were siblings. Like, great casting. Right? Yes. <laughs> oh yes. my gosh. And then Robin Williams. I just, I like, I know we already said this, but I just have to say it again, because it's like such great talent in this very slapsticky, what the fuck was going on type of movie. Mm-hmm. Um but Graham, uh, will you tell us a little bit more about Hugh Grant's little, little scandal, well, and then we'll get your takes on the movie? It's tied into this because you said earlier that he was distraught about his acting performance in this movie, all the while still praising everybody else who was in it. Like, everyone else did a great job. It was me. That was bad. He went to a screening and left, and that prompted him to um, have an experience with... A, a person uh, named Divine Brown, uh, a sex worker. Um, and, you know, we support sex workers here. Yes, mm-hmm. we do. We do. Um, but, you know, it was the mid-90s, so obviously that was a huge scandal because he got caught. And he was dating Elizabeth Hurley He was dating time. Elizabeth Hurley. And that... Ooh, and that talks. He ended up the next week, because the movie was coming out, on Jay Leno, where mm-hmm. Jay Leno was like... I mean, it's a classic clip. It was like the clip that propelled Jay Leno over mm-hmm. Dave Letterman, which is like, what the hell it was were like you the first time happens. he ever did that? What yeah. were you thinking? And a lot of talk was that this that whole thing helped the movie perform better because people were like, let's go see this movie. Yeah, let's go yeah, see what, if what this scandal, is all about. Yeah, go, let's go I'm see this man with his floppy hair. Yeah, yeah. His hair is really bad in this movie. Yes, as is his unibrow, which bothers the crap out of me the whole movie. Oh, oh my God. Yes. I mm-hmm. did not remember, realize that he had a unibrow. Um, I could not stop staring at his teeth compared with Julianne Moore's teeth. Mm. I couldn't stop looking at their mouths. Um, y'all, I want to get your takes on it. Uh, Katie, I want you to go first since you'd never seen it. Okay. So, you know, I thought this movie was fine. Um, it, it felt very of its time. Uh, it felt very nineties to me or like, you know, coming out of, coming out of the late eighties, um, in just like the color and the decorating and like everything. But, um, and I thought there were a couple funny jokes, like when, when Robin Williams, it, when you first meet him, he's on the phone and he's like arguing with his mother in Russian and he's like, I'm so sorry if, if, if it's not one thing, it's your mother. And I was like, that was a really good joke. Um, but as, as you all know, I, I have mostly complaints. I love and it. Shocked. Hit us with I them. know who's surprised. I, uh, so first of all, I don't know, like you don't spend a whole lot of time between Julian Moore and Hugh Grant. Like, I don't know why they like each other. Like he's like this childish dickhead the whole time. He's very self-obsessed. Um, he's of course a commitment foe, but I don't understand why they love each other. I don't understand why they're in a relationship or what their connection is. In fact, I thought you had, I thought he had more chemistry with Jeff Goldblum. Because <laughs> I mean, they were best I mean, who 
<laughs> they did get honestly. their ears pierced together. They they sure did, and they had that uh, montage. So, mm-hmm. I mean, you get more of the of the relationship and the connection that he has with with Jeff Goldblum than you do when with his relationship with Julia Moore, and uh, I mean, Jeff Goldblum is fantastic as always his entrance where mm-hmm. he comes in with this like hot blonde on his arm and his oh, yeah. hair's like greased back and you're like oh god like i actually laughed out loud when he first came onto the screen and then when he he's got my other favorite line in the movie when um uh he's talking with Hugh Grant uh and they're talking about Jeff Goldblum's recent breakup and uh they're like oh what happened and he's like yeah she she left me she wanted a she wanted a baby she she wanted my seed. She wanted my essence. And I was like losing it. It's such a Jeff Goldblum line. <laughs> I can just so see, even, even if you haven't seen the movie, if you see it, Jeff Goldblum says this line in print, yes. you're like, I can visualize him saying this. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I like their relationship. Tom Arnold, while I can usually handle him, was annoying as fuck in this movie. I couldn't, I, like, from the second he's on the screen and he's like, he hits he hits Hugh Grant in the head with a kite. Mm-hmm. And then he like goes over and tries to administer CPR and just like mounting him. Mounting Hugh Grant. Um I'm he's just so over the top annoying. And it like I was I was thinking he's very similar to Randy Quaid's character from the vacation movies. And I'm actually like, oh no, I would actually like Randy Quaid better in this role because it's just more easy to watch. It was just so mm awful um and so yeah and i didn't think julianne moore did anything like the role didn't give her anything to do other than just like be like i want to have a baby and my boyfriend's a dickhead oh but i'm gonna take him back because he proposed to me i'm like there was nothing for her to do and so like no 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 tino shade to julianne moore but yeah she had nothing to do um joan cusack of course is wonderful but other than that i was just like Okay. My turn. That was my, that was my take. Graham's <laughs> rebuttal. Graham, please well, yell at me for all the things I just I'm not going to yell at you, but you do bring up some some good points. <laughs> I I was excited to rewatch this. I remember watching it a ton when I was younger. I saw this in theaters when it came out. Of course you did. Um, oh, uh, Nick Katie, said, it's my turn. Wait, I'm just, I'm adding to your theater. Oh my God. I'm just kidding. Go ahead. Nick said that uh, he used to work in a movie theater as a kid and his first job was at a movie theater the week this opened mm, and he was like oh, oh wow. i'm so excited july 13th 1995 mm-hmm. yes yes a wee <laughs> a wee little nick um, um but yes, anyway. baby. so they they're re-watching it now i'm like god there really are a lot of script problems here um mm-hmm. it's like we in the beginning we we go like four minutes before she announced she's pregnant and i don't like, well, we don't really have enough of establishment that he doesn't want to have kids or he's not a, he's not entirely like a, he's, he's a commitment phobe. So I think it was very rushed in the beginning. Um, I was I, so mad because lots of women could miss their period for 10 days and they're not pregnant. So she just like declares it. She's just like, oh, I missed my period for 10 days. I'm pregnant. I'm like, no, go take a test. Go to the doctor. That bothered the crap out of me. Anyway. Um, I, I, I feel like he, sorry, Graham. I feel like that opening scene where when he got hit in the face and just was like so mad at the kids, I was like, wait, you're a child psychiatrist and you hate kids. That came across for me. But I agree. I don't understand how they made it to five years. Like, what's going on between yeah. those two? 
it would be much better if in the beginning he had like a montage of kids that were in his office to show, mm-hmm. but he yeah. just had the one kid twice in the whole movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I think San Francisco looks amazing in this movie. Yeah. It is yes. shot so well. He, mm-hmm. Chris Columbus's movie before this was another San Francisco gem, Mrs. Doubtfire. Yes. Um, uh, with also the amazing Robin Williams. Right. Love it, love right. It, love it. I, you know, obviously I enjoyed Robin Williams' kind of extended cameo in this. Um, but yeah, I mean, Julianne Moore doesn't have much to do until I disagree with you, Katie. The whole scene when she is giving birth, she is acting the shit out of that That's scene. true. That's true. Yeah. She is hilarious, too. I believed every single moment mm-hmm. that she was going through. I actually cried a little bit when she finally gave birth. Um, oh. Was not expecting that at 7.30 this morning when I was finishing the movie because I fell asleep <laughs> watching it last night after four bottles of wine. Um, <laughs> Glasses? What? No, I, 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 went, I went to a friend's house and we shared 4.5 bottles of wine across well multiple done. people. Well, oh yeah, then that's not by yourself. Um, yeah. Where are the homosexuals in this movie? There is no homosexuals in San Francisco. I mean, no, in San Francisco. San Francisco. <laughs> what are you like, talking about? Yeah. How did the they find nerds. the weird like straight pocket yeah. of San Francisco? <laughs> they, they were in the marina, probably. That's probably. <laughs> okay, but did you notice? So having having been the only one here who never lived in San Francisco, despite wanting to since I was a kid, weird. It felt like sometimes they didn't spend a ton of time in San Francisco. Like the beginning of the movie, it felt like they were like leaving a lot. It just felt like he was driving a lot. Am I just just a weird I mean, outsider? They're going to Napa, which is like just a hop, skip, and a jump. That's a that's a part of the experience of yeah. living in San Francisco. Yeah. Is you go to Napa? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. I, yeah. I think. I mean, part part of the reason Tom Arnold's annoying is because the character is supposed to be, but he did oh. take it to the nth degree. Um, mm-hmm. Like, there's no real reason for us to have a scene where they're beating up a Barney the Dinosaur <laughs> character. Yeah. But, but did I enjoy it? Yes, I did. Um, <laughs> I thought there were some really funny off-the-side off moments. There is the woman who plays the, the person he meets at that party. Her name is Mia Cotet. Um, she goes up to him, and he's holding a cat at this party and she's just like that was his cat he was like like his old cat which they never reference later he's like come up and dance with me he goes I'm gonna sit here and she just picks up the cat and throws it and goes don't be a stick in the mud (laughs) I thought it was was funny I thought she was and I I, classic party girl I I thought she brought a, a fun sparkle to the movie the car chase scene not car chase but like car scene on the way to the hospital reminded me of another San Francisco classic, What's Up Doc, mm. which we are going to watch, has one of the best car chase scenes in cinema in San Francisco. And it just reminded me of the humor about uh, a humorous car scene. Um, yeah. But I, I think it ended... I would like to have more resolution with like maybe the Joan Cusack and, and Tom Arnold kid and and their kid playing on the beach to kind of bring it full circle. Um, mm-hmm. It just kind of ends um yeah but all that being said shot beautifully it's a brisk film it's a great Mm -hmm. for an afternoon on the weekends um i enjoyed it but yeah i mean hugh grant isn't great in this and it's the mugging is really really after reading those those pieces about him hating his performance i really noticed it this time yeah Mm. yeah i there were certain parts of the comedy where i was like oh that was fun right like I think Robin Williams does over the top really well without it feeling over the top. Does that make sense? 
Like, he can be so absurd, and I buy it from him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And I enjoy it. But, uh, yeah, Tom Arnold, he just went he went a little too hard, even though that was his character. I think I'm also not a big Tom Arnold fan. I don't Who think is? many people are, Ashley. Yeah. Okay, I, good. I'm glad we're in agreement on that. I did want to talk about the real star of this movie, which, Graham, you had mentioned a little bit when you talked about Julianne Moore's uh, wedding dress, but it's Julianne Moore's legs. Ugh. She they put her in these like short like little like baby doll dresses for for a good chunk of the movie and I'm like or or like long t-shirts and I'm like her mm-hmm. legs look amazing oh my god she's like, got great stems yeah she does I was she got them to, at BU yeah <laughs> all that walking along the, the Charles all the walking on Com Ave yeah yeah um I was trying to notice the 1995 fashion and see like what is now back in fashion again and I was like oh yeah the dresses and. Nothing. Nothing. Yeah. yeah. But uh, I don't want to bring back those like penny loafers for dudes or like dockers with the crease down the front. Like, no, thank you. Thank I you. mean, I don't think those are. Well, maybe the. the we'll see. Yeah. <laughs> we'll see. One comment. One for a while. Yeah. There's one, one thing that her moving in with the Dwyers happened so quickly. Yeah. Like, did she not have any other girlfriends? It was explained in the exposition. All of her other friends were single and didn't have kids, and they didn't want to have a pregnant person around. Okay, I missed that. I did appreciate the use of the language pregnant person, which is really, that is sort of, I would say, more commonplace, or at least learning from um, my other best friend, Meredith. You two aren't the only one. Uh, She is a birth worker. And it's the language is to say pregnant person, right? And birthing partner instead of like mom and dad, because that can be so exclusive. Um, So that was kind of cool. And like, I was really shocked that um, Jeff Goldblum was able to say abortion in the movie. Like, it was very quick when they were paying or when they were playing tennis, like after. But I was like, 1995, you actually say it. Whereas, what's that? shitty Judd Apatow movie where Katherine Heigl gets pregnant. What's it called? Baby Geniuses. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. I love you so much. <laughs> uh, that's an inside joke for most of People who are new to this podcast. Uh, You'll have to go back and listen to all our yeah, episodes to find knocked, out where uh, we explain that joke. That's knocked up, Ashley. I like yeah, knocked up. Knocked Up was good, but even in Knocked Up, they don't say the word abortion. And I was like, Knocked Up was, what is that, 12 years later? And Mm -hmm. Jonah Hill is saying shmushmortion? And I was like, hmm, interesting. (laughs) Like, what had happened that we couldn't say that? Um, But yeah, I don't know. Like, watching it again, it is very 1995, right? Like, it is very of its time. Um, Katie, you were right. Like, the set design was very... Very specific to that it gave me kind of like when Harry met Sally and just like some like, a lot of, like Laura Ashley soft yes. focus vibe. So much Laura Ashley, which yeah. I had a friend who I met in sixth grade named Laura, and so we'd be like Laura Ashley. But that shit was expensive, right? It just was not it. But uh, yeah, it just um, I think it was like a fun romp. But there were certain things that I was like, dude, why the fuck? Are you a child psychiatrist if you don't even like kids? Like, and I don't get this for anybody who works with or for kids who don't like kids. Like, don't work with fucking children then. No, I mean, like, 
I, I, to, to Graham's point, it would have been cool. Like, it would have been more understandable if you had seen a montage of him, like, you know, meeting other children so you could see maybe why he chose this profession. I mean, even then, like, Julianne Moore, you just see her interacting with some kids in the dance class, but you don't see, like, you know, what she actually does or, like, why she's a dance teacher. Yeah. Um, we needed, yeah, we needed like, ten minutes for a t- ten more minutes in the beginning to establish yeah. something, because you know we yeah. and that's and we heard in screenwriting like page seventeen, minute seventeen is where something's supposed to happen to change the world that you've created, and mm-hmm. it feels mm-hmm. like twelve minutes were were cut out and five minutes in now, like okay, yeah, you're pregnant, yeah, yeah. jump totally to or jump, you cut out the first you know important part of that world building, yeah. Yeah, I want to get that relationship between them and, yeah. like, what motivates them in their current world so you can, like, break it up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's not like um, it's not like they had this undeniable chemistry. Like, I think Julianne Moore, I actually thought her performance was really good. Like, yeah, she wasn't given a lot to do with it. But when you're watching her, she has such subtle movements in her face and in her eyes and the way that, like... I don't know how to cry on command, right? So when anybody can do it, but just the fact that like when Hugh Grant is proposing, like it's, she's just welling up a little bit. I don't know. They're just, there were these little things where she was able to convey such a feeling um, that I just, I was really impressed. And it was aided by good editing, right? Like there's nothing super creative in a lot of things, but it, it flowed really well. But when you have shit to work with, then the editing looks even worse. Like I remember us being in the freaking like edit bays in the basement of calm and being like, Oh my God, fucking nothing. Like, how am I going to piece this together? And I felt like every time she was on the screen, she was fantastic. I was like, Oh my God, you were great. I absolutely believe you. I never feel like you're acting right. And maybe it was because Hugh Grant was so over the top. And the others were just like, um, I don't know, like <sighs> Tom Arnold. Ugh. I mean, Jeff Goldblum was gorgeous as Jeff Goldblum and even Joan Cusack. But I don't know. It just one of the things that didn't work for me was the whole praying mantis like thing. And I feel like that was Agreed. something that so that was dumb. Right. I like so the costume, though, like, that was yeah, a the cool cost like that was a cool effect. It was well done. Right. So like for those of you who haven't seen it, um, Early on, they talk about like Hugh Grant has all these fears about being like his life changing and like, okay, let's have this baby, but I don't want anything to change. And it's like, uh, I don't understand how you're also a child psychiatrist and you don't know that everything changes when you have a kid. But like, he's worried that like she's going to become a praying mantis and devour him, right? And so there are like nightmares and like scenes of him being in bed with her and then Julianne Moore turning into a praying mantis and devouring him. And these like life size, there's a life size costume. And then there's almost like an insert of a, of a nature video. video, Right. yeah. Yeah. That was weird. And I feel like it was something that maybe Chris Columbus wanted to bring forward from the French film. Like I didn't, I didn't go and try to find it, but I also feel like this is where, American and French film sensibilities are very different. And I feel like the French film would have just been a little more quirky and that would have flowed. And this was really trying to be like commercially successful. And it's like, you try to take like that comedy and then you've got a lot of like slapstick and very physical comedy. And it didn't, it didn't jive for me. Like it didn't make the film better for me. So it's like, why did you put it in? 
Yeah, I mean, I think at the at the core of of the story, and I, you know, I know, I, I think Chris Columbus was trying to make a story about like impending fatherhood. Like, I and I think at the core of the story, showing something where you're like, there's this couple and they're childless, and then they have a child, or then they have a, an unplanned pregnancy. Um, and what are the next steps for a couple that is in that situation? Uh, and if you're telling it specifically from the the man's point of view. Like there, I'm sure there are fears about being like. I think there there are, are basis for story there, and there's there's something there to exploit, uh, or, or to to go into the emotions of of a new father. But I don't think this. I don't know. It was it was a lot. I do have a question for both of you. Was it about the young actresses who played um, Tom and Joan's children? No, it, it was nothing. About I was that impressed. Part. Ashley Johnson, hello, and, and Alexa, Alexa Vega. Vega. Hallmark Queen. No, my question was if you guys were Julia Moore in the hospital and uh, Hugh Grant comes and he proposes to you, would you take him? Would you accept his proposal? No. Why not? Because I mean, not 1995 Hugh Grant. I did not like floppy haired Hugh Grant. I like yeah, about a boy short were, hair Hugh Grant. You were Julian Moore in the movie. So, you know, it's not Hugh Grant, it's Sam, Samuel. Um, yeah, would you Samuel Faulkner. Back? Yeah, from a from a character perspective. No. I don't no, know because he, no. not he, based on what we learned about exactly. him. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Because like he, you know, he's like, oh, I sold my car, and I'm reading what to expect when we're expecting. Also, like I could have sworn there was a scene where like they give away the cat, and like I didn't remember seeing that, but it didn't feel demonstrative enough and I wonder if this is just our conditioning of the last 20 years of seeing different types of filmmaking and it makes me think about was this just typical back then you know like for for filming I was like oh just accept that like there were so many things that I noticed where I was like we don't do that anymore or like that's not this that's not good enough that's what is this crap right Mm. and I'm realizing you know being able to reflect on it I'm holding it up against like today's standards yeah. versus all that other stuff. I mean, and not back that, that in makes 90s, it right. Yeah, but. yeah. I mean, you want you want things to be tidy, especially in the genre at that time period. You know, you yeah. don't want mm-hmm. mess. Everything yeah. is always cleaned Tightly up. Tied. Yeah, everything is tightly. So of course, in the movie, she's gonna go back with him, even though we don't really understand why they like each other to begin with. Yeah. It mainly looks like it's just like, well, I need a dad for this kid. It almost was like an act of convenience. Um, yeah. But that's not that story. That's not the story that this is telling. It's just like, they're supposed they're to come together? back together. No. No, right? They got divorced. No. Yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah, they definitely didn't stay together. Also, like, how do you, this is so ridiculous that I'm like tearing it apart, even though I was the one who picked it. But like, you know, hindsight, I'm watching it again. Um, how do you be a doctor? Uh, like if you are a psychiatrist and you have your medical license and you had to do a fucking round of obstetrics, why would you say they don't often carry it at the back? Like, how do you not know how it works? And like, why are you getting so I mad about birth control? Oh, well, yeah, the, the birth control, sure. I mean, I see, I always, every time I watch it, I always view him as being serious because I'm just like, I don't think of Hugh Grant as being able to make jokes. Hmm. I always think uh, that there's, there's a family guy joke where they do like a quick interstitial of like Hugh Grant and he's, you know, stuttering and whatever, but he's like trying to get a sentence out for like a few minutes and then he goes, (laughs) oh, I'm, I'm just so charmingly befuddled. 
Like, I can't help but <laughs> think that, that scene for Family Guy every time I watch this. Can I plug the greatest Hugh Grant, Hugh Grant performance of all time? Of course. Yes. Do you know what I'm going to say? I think no. I'm going to say Four Weddings and a Funeral. No. The greatest movie, one of the greatest movies of all time, that Whoa. one day you and I will all watch on this, and you will fall as equally in love with it as I have. Paddington 2. <laughs> Very good. I, when I tell you, he should have been nominated for Best Supporting Actor. Y'all, it is. Are you for real? One of the best movies. Paddington 2 is a classic. I watched it. Does he show, it. like, great emotional range? He's, he's like... the villain. He's the villain in it. He's Not so. Spoilers. Well, I mean, it, please. You know who he is. <laughs> You're spoiling Paddington 2 <clears throat> for me. Katie, I will not. No. We are watching. Whatever, whatever. We're gonna, do a, we're gonna do a special episode on Paddington too. Fine. Okay. I haven't seen is, it. He is wonderful in that movie, and the movie itself is perfection. Are we gonna watch Paddington two as a standalone, or do we need to watch Paddington and then Paddington two? You don't as need a to watch. You, you should watch Paddington because it's great, and Nicole Kidman's a great villainess in it. But you don't. Actually, let's do both. Okay, we'll do a double. Oh, okay, we're gonna do Paddington. Okay. <laughs> special. I'm episode. only doing it because I love you so much. Ashley, you're going to love it. You're going to love Paddington. Okay. Listeners. It's a sentence I never please. thought I would, I would say, so we'll see. No. Okay. I can't Grandma's wait. Grandma's a gas. I can't wait for you to eat crow. <laughs> I can't wait for you to eat marmalade sandwiches. That's why I like Paddington marmalade. <laughs> <laughs> you wouldn't get it because you've never seen Paddington. You wouldn't get it because you haven't seen Paddington 2. <laughs> <laughs> I know what the bear is. My nephew loves him. Oh, there's so much more. He's going to be petting so for Christmas. Much. Oh, my God. For, for Christmas. <laughs> I fixed it. I hope you will maybe be I should, for Christmas. Maybe I'll be, maybe I'll be Paddington for, my, for Halloween. A sexy Ooh. a sexy Paddington who wears a harness. That's, sure. Because <laughs> he's a bear. I, I get it. A ba- ah! <laughs> Final thoughts. And would you watch this again? No. You know, if my sisters wanted to watch it and I'm visiting, then yeah, put it on. Like, I, mm-hmm. it's it's probably one of those that I can put on every, like, I don't know, four or five years. I'm like, okay, I'll just have this on in the background. Yeah. Because it doesn't ask much from you. It, it can just be, it's like a Hallmark movie. You can have it on in the background. Yeah, and you can pay attention, like, when Robin Williams is on yeah. the screen. And his many, uh, there's, like, a specific word for when he keeps screwing up the other words. Um, but I... Dyslexia? I'm too pandemic brain. No, that's about reading. Um, but anyways, pandemic uh, brain. Yeah, no, I, uh, my life, the, I only have so many minutes of time in my life and existence, and I don't see where I would fit another showing of this in there. Because there's other, like, if I want to watch other Christopher Columbus movies, there's other fantastic one like i'd rather watch mrs doubtfire than this uh or oh. if i'd want to watch yes. like i think we're all in agreement a romantic there. comedy from the 90s there's actually ones out there that i enjoy so wait no. name names yeah name titles. Uh, name names i like the truth about cats and dogs oh i like um i like I don't. When was you got mail? Ninety eight. Like, oh my god! Yeah, it's, I it's, like almost, that one. It's, it's almost you've got mail season. Yeah, I like. There's, there's isn't it yet? That I enjoy the smell of freshly sharpened pencils. Oh, you're yes. right. It's actually so, October. It's October through December. Yeah. yeah. I enjoy. I you, there are other ones that I enjoy, so I would not waste my time with this. Although I did enjoy the Jeff Goldblum parts. Mm. 
We did that just for you. Oh, that's how we you. made it bearable for you. I don't we think actually that's true, but thank you. went back. Bearable like Paddington him in. too. Yes. <laughs> God. <laughs> you know what? Now I just want to see how often you can talk about Paddington 2 this season. Okay. Challenge accepted. Challenge accepted. <laughs> Challenge accepted. He's so in. He's so charmingly befuddled. He can't <laughs> that was, say it. So charmingly befuddled. <laughs> Perfect. <sighs> well, we're not going to watch it again. But if y'all want to give it a shot, we recommend it. It's it's one of those things you can put on, and you don't have to be paying full attention. So if you just it's a pure want- Ashley movie. Yes, that is how I watch a lot Shots of things. Fired. <laughs> you know, she's I know. It about herself. I, it's true. I do it oh a lot. God. I consume a lot of media, um, but I don't pay attention to she, a lot these of are, it. These are her own so, words. This is true. This is true. These are my own words. Um, so, in this, our third episode of the season, ooh, ooh, um, we are going to bring back a feature that we have been doing off and on with a little mini Let Me Introduce You. Keep going. I think that's all we've, quote, written. Um, Graham, I believe yeah. you have a mini Let Me Introduce You. Yeah, I have talked this show to death with so many people. I think I've talked about it with y'all. Um, but season two of The Other Two is finished on HBO Max, and if you have not watched that show, there are two seasons of absolute brilliance um, on it. Has, have you guys seen the What's other two? What's it called again? The, the other, other two? The other two? No. So the other two is about two adult siblings. One is um, a gay male out-of-work actor. He's a, he's a waiter. The other is his sister who wants to be like part of the business, too, and dancer. They're both basically failing at, at their careers in New York City, and they're young preteen brother becomes an internet sensation Mm. from a YouTube video a la Justin Bieber. So Mm -hmm. he becomes this worldwide sensation over this one video and they are the other two siblings. So it's about them navigating their younger brother's success. Their their mother is played by Molly Shannon. Oh, I've seen ads for this. Beautiful performance. Molly Shannon. It is laugh out loud funny. It is biting and it's also one of the most heartfelt shows I've seen in a very long time. Um, the gay humor is so specific that it we can't I can't believe some of the things they they're getting away with. Um, so cannot recommend enough you, two seasons, ten episodes each you will breeze through them. Please, please, please watch the other two. It got renewed for a third season, thank God, but they're doing amazing work over there. Is it like Molly Shannon playing the mother like she was in White Lotus? No. It okay. is it is a performance of her. She is so I mean she's fantastic. She's so I'll watch so her. Okay, but no spoilers good. about White Lotus. It is it is funny, it's lighthearted, it is just great. Everyone needs to watch it. Okay. All right. I will we'll put it on the list. Yeah. Wait, should I be paying full attention while yes. I watch it or the can j- I dig it? The around? jokes come fast and furious in it. Okay. Um and I know actually I know you like to have closed captioned on, so I think it's a great yeah. Even then, have that on. Wanda Sykes is in it. Yeah. Um, Ooh, Wanda just Sykes. so many great people. So you'll love it. This is fantastic. Well, thank you. Hey, you know what I realized we didn't talk about while we were recording 
was how seemingly difficult it was to be actually be able to stream nine months. I guess seemingly yes. difficult isn't that hard. You can do a Stars trial, and you can do that on Prime. Yeah. And I think if you have Stars through Hulu, you can watch it. Katie, how did you watch it? I watched it through Spectrum. What's I just, that? Spe- Spectrum TV. It's like our cable provider. Oh, okay. I don't have TV yeah, at home. But you, it, it, you couldn't rent it. Anywhere yeah. you had, it was strange. It was weird that you couldn't find this easily. It's like you couldn't, yeah. You like at least from the other things that I saw, it was it was not like through your regular subscription. It was like Hulu Plus X Y Z or yeah. you know things like that. So yeah, no. So you know maybe that'll be a deterrent, or maybe that'll be your boost to mm. try out your Stars subscription <gasps> and then just binge all of the Stars things. Sure. All seven of you who watch Stars shows. Yeah, <laughs> there's a couple of good ones. I was holding off on it for a while, and now I can't remember what I was waiting to watch. Mm. So I guess it wasn't important. Paddington to Two. Yeah, I'm sorry. It was Paddington Two. It was Paddington Two. There's also it's a actually. Dumb- <laughs> There's also a delightful um, half-hour Paddington Kids show on Nickelodeon that sometimes I watch. Oh, my God. <laughs> of course you do. Because we love you. You freaking nerd. I'm 37. <laughs> Yay! Hi. Well, uh, thank you all for joining us. Um, we appreciate you being here. Next time, in two weeks, we're having a special interlude episode. Katie, tell Yay. us all about it. Yes, so we've got a special Halloween treat for all of you. Um, we're going to be having, so, you know, instead of doing, um, wait, this we're, we're actually going to be doing, is it? It's the next week. It's next week, right? Okay, so next week for Halloween, you don't have to wait two weeks for an episode. Next week, we are having a special guest on. So I've talked to, you know, Graham and Ashley a crap ton about special effects, about practical effects, about whatever's in horror movies, but... We have an expert coming on. So I was very honored that um, head special effects artist, practical effects, he owns his own shop called Monster in My Closet. Mr. Jeremy Sellafriend is coming on our show. He has done effects for a litany of things. Like, like it's, it's really... Just like if you look him up on IMDb, there's so much. He was Emmy nominated for Boardwalk Empire. Uh, he did special effects work on uh, Men in Black 3. He worked on, oh my God, so, so, so much. Um, he's working on Evil right now. He was on Elementary. Uh, um, yeah, and uh, I, I used to work for his shop, so that's how I know him. And he is coming on to uh, introduce us to one of his favorite horror movies, something that scared him as a kid, 1992's Candyman. So not the new one. Not the new one. No, that's why I said 1992. I know. Not 2021. Graham. Shots fired part two. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, but we've already said his name twice, so don't say it any more times. Oh, man, I meant to challenge all of us to say it five times. No. What is wrong with you? You What is wrong with you? If you say Paddington 2 five times. He Paddington shows just shows up and makes your life and lovely. And makes you marmalade sandwiches. <laughs> I want a marmalade sandwich. Well, yes. So next week, we'll, we'll have Jeremy Selfrand and we'll be talking about Candyman. That was three. I'm so excited. Shh. No more. Y'all, thank you. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> totally acceptable. Thank you. The palate cleanser. All right, y'all. Well, thank you so much for joining us. Joining us. I'm done with words. Uh, we're out. Thank you. Peace out. Bye. 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 Bye.
Let Me Introduce You is a podcast hosted by Graham Veth, Katie Kubert, and Ashley Crone. Music by Kevin McLeod. Licensed under Creative Commons by Attribution 4.0 License. Make sure to follow the Let Me Introduce You podcast on Instagram at Let Me Intro You Pod and on Twitter at Let Me Intro You.